Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. This is a transformative time for Black America. Our income is at an all-time high, and the opportunity for economic empowerment is unprecedented. It's not just about dreaming anymore. It's about turning those dreams into reality by creating blueprints for generational wealth. Prudential has a remarkable history of supporting communities and institutions that have been overlooked for far too long. For instance, they've pledged a staggering $1 billion to programs, partners, and initiatives focused on historically excluded communities. Build your financial blueprint today at prudential.com slash blueprints. Oh, yeah. It really is my favorite song. It really is. I can see that. Like this theme song is an actual bop. It, it's true. You love it. I'm I, glad you love it so much. When we had to choose our theme song, you were like, that's the one. Oh, remember? It was such a journey. We had like 18 tracks. I felt like I was trying to do my seventh album over here. Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome to the best podcast ever with Raven and Miranda. Hello, hello. Babes, what's up? You know, I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> she is just here. My wife is a little sick. She's a little under the weather, but... I told her the other day, and maybe you guys can tell me if I'm being an asshole or not. <laughs> but I was like, babes, I really like it when you're sick. You're so sweet and kind and cuddly and lovable. And she was like, what? Because this is also the first time in the entirety of our relationship that you've ever seen me sick. What does it feel like to have not been sick for the last five years of your life? Well... <laughs> I have been sick over the last five years, but you and I were broken up when I was sick. So when we were dating in 2016, mm-hmm. 15, 17, not sick. Three years, okay. Whatever, 26, <laughs> 15, you know, the years change in the middle of it. You know, of- I heard it happens when they, they say Happy New Year. That's when the year changes. Right. You start dating in August 2015 and then January happens. You're not yeah. actually with that person it's an, a full It's a year. hyphenated year 
yeah. that you're together. Anywho, so you were sick without me. This and is your it, first time being sick with me. How correct. does it feel? It feels like being fucking sick. <laughs> but have I been a good nurse to you? The pause. The pause of it all. You've been sweet. You've been fine. You've been how you normally are. So I'm not Nurse Ratchet. Everything's cool. Yeah. You're not Mommy Dearest. You're not Nurse Ratchet. What would you have liked me to have done for you while you were sick? Like, what can I improve on? The pause again. I, there's no, no, nothing. I like to be left alone when I'm sick. I have moments of, I do. I, I'm such an independent sick human. Mm-hmm. I want to, I still do all my stuff. Mm-hmm. I still, unless I'm really sick. When I was sick in 2020, I was sick February 2020. You guys figure it yeah, out. Yeah, calculate that. Um, I had gone to New York end of January, first week back in LA. I got really, really sick. That was the first time I was totally by myself where I was like, okay, I can't, I can't like go to the market for anything. Like, you know, I I just was so debilitated um, and I had to call upon a friend. Wow. You used a lifeline. I had to use a lifeline and say, hi, can you please? And it was funny because we didn't really understand what COVID was at the time, but she still was like, I'm going to do a contact list drop off. She left me like groceries outside my door. Um, and That's that was helpful. crazy. I find that being sick really does prove what kind of human you are. If you hmm. can push through challenging moments or if you have to, you know, just break down and just everything goes to shit. You know what I mean? I find that when I'm sick, it depends on my sickness, how how I do like a cold I can handle I'm like this sucks but if I'm like sick or if it's after surgery I I agree that I'm like can you do this can you do that can you do like I suck up the the help I haven't had surgeries to have an after effect from so I mean I had my wisdom teeth my I had my wisdom teeth removed mm-hmm. but I was fine. I didn't, I mean, I got a really bad infection and that's Really? Sucked. Why? What happened? Because I told the doctor that I was very sensitive. And as a result, he prescribed me a lower dose antibiotic. Mm. And um, they just went wild. But you know what wild. I was thinking about? What? Because I have been sick and mm-hmm. I was going to ask you this. When it comes to physical sensations in the body, I think that my... Two favorite mm-hmm. sensations Ooh. might just be that flickety flick. I'm just playing what? No. And I'm not talking about like an orgasm. Okay. Like oh. I'm taking those off the line, Damn it. but I'm saying other things. Oh. But I think two of my favorite sensations are when your ears pop, when oh. they've been super plugged yes. and when you get the congestion out, it's that nose blowing moment mm-hmm. where you're just like, hallelujah i say i i piggyback on the congestion out but i like it when it's the loogie like when it's like from the the throat oh my god i just feel it and it's like yes i did it and it's like a masterpiece what are other physical sensations that are just like yes i like it when somebody sucks on the inside of my arm I'm speechless. Okay. Sucks on the... Who who does that to you? <laughs> Is that something that Cassie does in your dreams? Wow. Because I don't know where... Wow. Who's doing that? Yeah, Cassie does it in my dreams. You know what you also love? What? 
when I pull, everyone listen Calm down. very clearly, when I pull on her weenus, <laughs> she loses her shit. And what see. is that? You might be asking. Honey, Google it. Let them think about it. Okay. I go love Google when you pull it. on my weenus. Go Google oh, it. it feels so good. I want to tell my funny weenus story. Wait, but hold on. I'm not finished with me. Because you know what? You and Tony Shalhoub have that in common. I guess it doesn't you matter. You guys both like weenuses. What? It is about you. So when you bend your arm... That little crease that's facing you. The elbow? Well, the inside of the elbow. If you latch onto that. And with then, a mouth with or a, a mouth, hand? With okay. a mouth. And then, you know, proceed to suck on it. It's almost as good as the weenus. Hmm. You want me to do it to you? I'll do it to you later. You'll like that shit. I can't. I mean, sure. I'm down to try anything, babes. That's not something that I was See, like. See, I like you when you're sick. You're down to try anything. <laughs> I'm just playing. She's always down. Inside of my elbow. I mean, okay, so you love that. You love an inside arm suck. Mm -hmm. Um, It was very Dracula. It was very Dracula. Very vampire. Very sucky is man. Oh, so good. Sucky is man. What else? Um, Well, everything's sucking for me. I like to move my tongue. Like, I like to make shapes with my tongue, and then I, like, suck on my tongue, which is really weird, you guys, I know. I definitely thought you were going to say that feeling when you, like, really have to go to the bathroom when you finally go. The oh, relief we were going of, there like, because that's a whole nother Well, I'm talking about ears popping, your nose releasing. I, I just, physical things, like, I was thinking about them because I've been so congested. I'm like, what else does this body of mine do? I mean, of course, after you have a massive meal and you sit on the couch and you're massaging Zibele. And then you feel that gas bubble and you're like, oh, yeah. And then I disappear for an hour and a half. It's probably one of the best feelings. You know what I wonder? I wonder what? if the things that people like mm-hmm. have anything to do with their astrological signs. Like I'm a Leo and yeah. I love it when my ears pop. You're a Sagittarius and you love the inside of your arm to be sucked. I wonder if other Sages and other Leos would be inclined to like these things. And why do I wonder that? Well... It has a little something to do with our guest who's coming on today. Wow. What a transition. I was fucking stunned. I was like, what the fuck? But you know what? You know who might know the answer? You is literally our guest because she is hilarious to me in regards to how much she knows about signs. I would have never guessed that our guest today knew as much about signs as she did like I don't dabble that much I dabble in numerology but she knows she's like oh you're a Leo and a Sag that means this 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 and bam literally the first time that I met her in person yeah we that's right it was hilarious to me first of all for everyone listening we ended up photobombing this person she was getting (laughs) out of she gets out of her black car there's paparazzi she's like doing her moment and Okay, she's doing her moment, and we walk up behind her and just photo bomb her. So great! And then she's like, "Hi, y'all!" She's so happy to see us. So sweet. We end up walking in the back way with her. Like it was fantastic for us. Timing was ideal. But literally, she gives Raven a big hug. Hi, Raven. How you been? Looks at me. Oh my god, I feel like I know you because I've seen you on TikTok and whatever. And then she goes, "Wait, what's your sign?" <laughs> literally, the second thing she said to me, and I was like, "I love you." Yeah, she's amazing. But I love her for other reasons. I think. She She is one of the most talented young women in our industry to date. I feel like she is a quadruple thriplet threat, meaning she writes, directs, acts, sings, produces. She's a mama. She's a daughter. She's a everything. And most recently, we saw her in 
N O P E. Not n- it's not ha- another photo edit. No, it's it nope stands for something. Not of planet earth that's what it stands and when i for. learned that i was like that's sick y'all do you guys know who we're talking about because we're talking about kiki, kiki palmer, palmer. hi guys hi. it's the queen herself what's up booze kiki welcome to the best podcast ever Oh my gosh, thank you for having me, you guys. I'm so excited for these lives. You guys, are, this name makes you have to live up to a lot. I mean, the best podcast ever. When it's us and we have guests like you, it's like, go walk mm, in amazing. the park, obviously. But we do have the best actress ever on our podcast oh my gosh. right now. Kiki, I mean, like, how many films has Yoaz been And also, in? Kiki, I just want to say you look gorgeous. Oh my for gosh, those thank you. who can't see you right now listening, you look stunning. Okay. Thank you. I, um, and obviously you guys always look amazing. I love you guys. Um, how many movies have I been in? I don't know. At this point, I, I, the, I mean, I don't know. It's over 50. I don't know. I've been in a lot of Ooh, I mean, how does movies, that feel? TV shows. It, it all blurs together after a while. I'm sure you know. It's like, shit, I just been doing something. What I love, <laughs> you just been working. What I love is when we went to go see your film that you wrote, direct, lit, edited, all uh, the things. <laughs> she did costume <laughs> design, did the makeup for, and acted all the roles in. Don't forget, she was the grip. She was also a grip. I hate y'all so bad. <laughs> she did everything. She was background. She was and- background. <laughs> it was fantastic. Um, she was transpo. What I loved was that you showed the younger you in mm. home movies saying how much you wanted to act and do this and my question my first question off the bat is when you were younger you knew that you about to do 50 plus movies or were you like I mean it would be nice but did you know or were you just hopeful I mean I think I felt like I wanted to be successful and I didn't know what that looked like I don't think I knew or conceptualized like doing a bunch of movies or even fame really I just knew that I wanted to do this, you know what I mean? Be successful, do it, and be able to do it for a long time. Like, I knew early that I loved it, and I enjoyed it, and I just wanted to do it. Who in your family kind of, um, there's, is it, does it run in your family? Is there anybody else in your family that has that bug? Yeah, it does. My parents. My parents were, my parents were a bit of the kind of people that were like dreams deferred. Mm -hmm. And so they talk a lot, a lot, a lot about, like, they romanticized acting, um, you know, performing and all that kind of stuff. They met in theater together. My mom did speech. My dad did speech. They met doing speech. Then they went to college. And then after college, they ended up doing like theater at the Black Ensemble Theater in Chicago. And so they both were performers um, and and they would talk about it. And that was like a part of their love story. And it kind of, I feel like it like transmuted into me. Mm. And um, I always like when they mentioned the opportunity for me to try it, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah. Because I think obviously it made me feel so connected to them and their love. Um, And then it became, it was obviously something that I personally had a passion for too. Mm -hmm. It's crazy to hear that because I have a similar story, but a different result. My parents met in the theater, fell in love. My name is Miranda because they were in The Tempest together, which is a Shakespeare play. And they both went on that journey and my dad ended up moving. My parents are from Buffalo, New York. They moved here. My dad worked in the studios and worked at CBS and Warner Brothers. And my mom was a really kind of like 
was booking and working as an actress had a bad experience with a director this is like obviously before me too movement and all that Mm -hmm. stuff it stopped her and then when i kind of showed interest at a young age both my parents were like absolutely not my dad being like a studio executive at the time was just like actors are kind of the worst and I don't want that's to insane that your dad was a studio executive that's insane Honey, yeah it is. I mean and that was his whole career and he was very successful he worked at Warner Brothers for 29 years or something wild oh my gosh Miranda that's insane yeah but it was but any interest that I had in the industry it, in front of the camera I was told no and wow that's why I'm doing it now <laughs> but it's <laughs> so like I'm so curious. So wait a minute. You, yeah. So you're, so you would be like on movie sets as a kid. Had to be, right? Oh, totally. I was on sets. I would come visit my dad. I was on, you know, the back lot of Warner Brothers driving. I learned how to drive at three, not like drive for real, but at three years old, I was golf carting the steering wheel. We were on the Warner Brothers lot at the same time. Yeah. Well, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. I was doing hang with Mr. Cooper on the Warner Brothers lot and her, and she was on the lot as well. And (laughs) I'm like, I don't know if we passed each other. We probably did at the Warner Brothers I'm sure y'all did. Oh, for for sure. For sure. For sure. Or she could have even seen the earliest bits of the show when your dad, when her dad was watching it. I mean, exactly. That's really, Really cool, you it's, know what I mean. That, that's it's uh, what do they call it, y'all? Six degrees of separation. Kevin yes, Bacon, serendipitous. Kevin, Bacon. she hates when I say serendipitous. Um, <laughs> the word is serendipitous. It's serendipitous. Listen, Kiki. <laughs> listen. What did it? What did it feel like to play a exotic dancer and have your parents watch that film after <laughs> the eyebrows? You know, I feel like I've done edgier stuff in terms of like, oh my gosh, my parents are going to watch this. Like then, you know, luckily that was kind of like humorous. It was a little goofy. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, I had some booty shorts on, but the worst thing (laughs) my parents seen, you know, was like me in a bikini. Now, when I did this movie called Pimp Honey, I did a oh, full blown right. on sex pimp. scene. That's right. Yes, that was Honey, that, And that sex scene was hot. First of all, <laughs> shout outs to Haley Ram. She's my girl. <laughs> Me and her were like, I mean, I did sex scenes before, but they this one was like, you know, you're going to really see our bodies. And I remember she and I, I mean, you were, you're not going to watch this movie and be like, oh my gosh, I'm seeing Kiki naked. But right. you definitely see more than you would normally yeah. see of me in any scenario. And we were so nervous, me and my girl. But it was honestly the most safest, best experience ever. And I'm so happy. Like, we just kept playing Rihanna, This Is What You Came For over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have Perfect. someone on set that was, what do they call them? They call them like sex. Intimacy coach. Intimacy coaches. Did you have one of those? You know, I'll be honest. This is such a like low budget, non-union ass type of vibe film that we didn't <laughs> but luckily you know she and I talked it through and I was like where do you want me anything you want me to do you don't want me to do whatever just tell me girl you know what I mean and I'm like same for me and I was like you know whatever we you know like let's just go for it and but she was so open and so game and you know it was like it was honestly the best experience I had I would do it again like she's amazing well you did do it in real life but then you came out <laughs> with a baby <clears throat> was that too much well and and i think no but you know i think that our experience also i mean obviously i've done sex scenes with guys and obviously i've had sex with guys but that's just like different in my history with women i think also that made it easier for her and i both which i was i was happy that there wasn't like um you know she didn't have any nervousness with girls because she also you know has dated women in the past so i think that also made it easier for us as well because it's like oh my gosh girl yes that's right. I remember when you had that conversation out in public. You were like, I'm a free spirit. I love that for you. I didn't know this. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Me, too. I love it for me, too. <laughs> I love it for me, too. But, I mean, I'll be honest. I definitely feel like 
and, I, and, I, and let me know if you feel this way too, uh, Raven. It's like, I feel like we both are free spirits. Obviously, you're a Sag. I'm a Sag moon. Um, I do my thing. Mm-hmm. But there was a moment in my life where I was just like, you know, can I be myself? Or like the moment yeah. where you just kind of overthink shit. And it's like, that's not even, that's not even me. Why do I, why am I overthinking this? And then I guess you just get to the point where you're just like, well, I just want to have my own life be my own life. You know what I mean? I mean, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. Mine started, my thought process about that part of my life started so young that it just became another mask for me. And I always say this, and I don't think I've ever said this in public, so <clears throat> catch this one. But I would be with guys and I remember kind of recording what they did and how they acted towards me. Cause I'm like, when I get a girl, I'm gonna do this instead. I'm gonna do this instead. Like I felt like I was just, I live for that. I honey. was rehearsing with all my old guys. So I, I live for that. When I get in my girl relationship. But yeah, it's like when you have multiple chatters in your brain, especially mm-hmm. in that kind of um, scenario. No, especially in that topic of life, you do have to question it because it, it's supposed to be simple. It's supposed to be easy. But if you're thinking, oh, she's cute. Wait, wait, wait. What? 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 It, do you, you have guys to bring it up? Do you guys yeah. feel that if you weren't in the public eye at such young ages, having these thoughts and feelings, you would have been more inclined just to go for it from the beginning, from the get go? In terms of sexuality and stuff like that? I yeah. don't think so. I mean, I grew up also religious, too. Mm. Not to say that, like, in my household, my parents were never like on some like, you're religious, you go to hell for being gay. Or They yeah. weren't actually like that at all. But there is like a, just like a like unsaid thing that can make you feel yep. like, yep. you know what I mean? And because I always like guys too, I was kind of like, well, we, we don't have to talk about it. You know what I mean? Like, so it's like, <laughs> because I like guys too, it was like, you know, uh, that's just another little extra thing that, you know, no one really has to know about. I don't really have to live out it. And then when I was around, I think like I felt that way or had those thoughts, I think, very young, right? Like mm-hmm. as a kid when you first start thinking about liking. And then I think at like 12 or 13, they started coming back as a teen, you know, as a teenager when you really start kind of getting into your groove. And I kind of like was like, oh, no, you know, I'll push it to, to the side, you know. But by the time I was like 17, 18, I was kind of like, I want to explore my life. You yeah. know, I want to like stop thinking that. Stop judging, overthinking my thoughts or, or feeling like this isn't something that I can explore. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's that's amazing. And, you know, one thing that I totally co-sign on is that that looming, untalked about judgment that we feel like I had that in our relationship, babe, when we first started dating, you were white. And I was like, oh, there's something there. And for me and my sexuality, my parents weren't blatantly that way. But then the conversations around gay people were not positive either no and there were people in our industry like you know i'm just gonna put out there like a whitney houston like a ellen to Mm -hmm. where when that conversation was brought up you just were like i guess i shouldn't bring this up around you because you're not gonna like it right i will never forget when ellen's first show. i remember this vividly as a kid Mm -hmm. um you know when ellen's first show was on in in, on the last episode well it became the last episode exactly she was like i'm gay and it was like the next day the damn show was canceled Mm -hmm. i never forgot that wow i never forgot that as a kid and that kind of stuff like just things in your brain like oh you'll be outcasted or you know something's quote-unquote wrong with you or whatever you have it and i don't know what changed for me I, i don't know i guess it was me also getting to a place of like wanting love mm-hmm. really and, and and realizing that I really wanted to be open to it 
and I didn't want anything to like hold me back from it. Like I remember when I did um, this song, I don't belong to you. And, um, and I ultimately just feel like the acceptance of that part of myself in general was a part of my process mm-hmm. of being able to actually have love in my life. It's like accept, accepting and loving all parts of me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, you know, and I wrote about a style of the stuff of it in my book as well, just about like how I kind of grew up, my earlier experiences, which weren't always very positive, that I often felt like, is this the reason why I feel this way? Is this the reason why I'm like that? That also contributed, I think, too. That makes total sense. I have a ton of issues and <laughs> I do. Like we all have our shit, right? And I'm not like a person who is fully embraced myself and self-love and acceptance. But this one area of my life, I was like, no one's going to fuck with me. Oh, yeah. Like she never came out. She never had to. I literally have had this thought, though, from such a young age, which is mom and dad, you guys are, I mean, most likely dying before me. You don't live in my day to day life with me. Therefore, I have to go find a partner who is going to be like my ride or die because it's not going to be you forever. And that thought process in my head, I think, put me into this place, whether it was good, bad, and different, whatever, that I was like, whoever it is, whatever it is, however I find it, I'm going for it and I'm not letting go. And that was kind of like... And and that's that's amazing because I feel like my upbringing was more like, we're the only ones that are ever going to live right for you. We're we're your ride or die forever. And it was like that mentality of just my parents, no one else has my back like my parents. That kind of mentality was in my family. But I didn't have that messaging. That's I know, that's what I'm saying. You didn't. And that's why I think you were able to Mm -hmm. totally so free. Mine was entirely different. And for Kiki, I, I can only imagine maybe you had both. Like, what was your message? It was very similar. It was very similar, like, but, but, but again, it was like sexuality and stuff like that. That was not even like, my parents never really cared about something like that or talked about that. Like, but I, and I know that by the time they saw like how free of a spirit I was and whoever I wanted to date, they were kind of like, whoever cares? Like that was never anything that was in their mind. But in terms of like, we the only ones that's going to love you. We the only ones that's going to be down for you. I think that's something that child actor parents do to their kids because they're actually like deathly afraid of someone like, yes attacking their child uh, and, and, and really money. attacking their child like mentally and emotionally because people try to steal folks kids in this industry and I'm not so talking about like levels like, like steal Physically. them like but like literally steal them yeah like to where the kid doesn't even trust their own parent they're trusting the producer or the director or the manager or the agent or the yeah. publicist and so I think that kind of puts parents on edge to the point where they make their kid not trust any damn body most that's, definitely that's I have such a trust crazy. issue it's ridiculous like yeah she's helping me break that wall down but I love that you trust yourself, Kiki. You can tell it in the work that you do. You can see that your choices, you have this confidence about yourself where Mm -hmm. you trust your own choices. And that is so admirable and so beautiful for the generations now watching to look up to you for because I feel like the generations now, that's what they're all about. They're about themselves in a good way. And then that can go toxic here and there, but they're about trusting themselves. They're about trusting their, their inner voice. And you found that. And I think that's amazing. And it just definitely shows in all your work. Learning how to trust your inner voice is the coolest thing ever. It's so freeing. Like I literally at 35 years old am now coming to a place where I'm like, oh, I don't want to do that. And I have no chatter that like follows in my head where I'm used to being on what I call the crazy train where it's like, I'm, you know, no, I'm not going to do that today. And then I'm 
all just the rest of the day consumed with these thoughts ruminating yeah i'm on my crazy train where i'm like i should have gone and if i had gone in this something bad's gonna happen and so that inner Mm -hmm. voice where you can just lean into it and you really understand and you know how to listen to it and you don't listen to the doubt or the anxiety or the fear or whatever and i think it's it's important what you said of of like too, like not getting to a place where you, you you know we think well if this didn't happen then i wouldn't be this like or this didn't happen, then that wouldn't have happened. Like, yeah. that's not realistic. Like everything, ha- I I think for me, I also accepted in my in my in my um, evolution of myself and in being able to walk in my own uh, authenticity. I came to the place of understanding, like all I can do is fuck with who I am today. Right. Like I can't think about like what could have happened or what could have been. Like instead of like decide, like try to predict things that can't be predicted or yeah. understood. Like let me just rock with 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 the cards that I'm dealt. Um, and then I want to say something about what you were saying too, with um, catastrophizing. Oh. I think that our generation does that a lot too. Yes, and I, and I, I say yes, our generation because as millennials, I think we saw a lot of catastrophes Amen. to the yes. point where we're always trying to get ahead of it. Nine eleven, COVID, uh, war, um, Trump, shit, Michael Jackson, uh, the recession, Kobe, there was the recession. Yeah. I mean, even. But even taking it back to when we were younger, it was like hit, hit, hit in the 9-11 time. It was yeah, crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. And Even was, with Bill. I mean, even with Bill. Yeah, and like, exactly. we was like, oh shit, he having affairs. Like, yeah. everything was kind of like crazy. Like, we kept seeing um, what would be our foundation falling apart. Every like, time. the foundation of our, gu- of our country yeah. was slowly like showing itself to actually not be what we thought it was. And I think it really traumatized us. On top of like, remember Y2K? Remember the stress that they put on us for Y2K and it didn't even, like they, we are the generation that learns how to take those stressful moments and then like plan our life around it. We are the generation that has IBS because (laughs) everyone is so freaking anxious. They're just like, pants all the time. But here's the beautiful thing about, us oh within that generation yes we can handle anything witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Plus. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. 
And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song. Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes film.com to get tickets now. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Kiki, I'm going to ask you a question right now. Are you ready to spin the wheel? You didn't know that yes. was going to happen, but are you ready? I'm ready. I love this type of shit. Oh. Do you hear it? Do you hear the wheel? Here's Kiki, what happens. We're going to get a word. It's a random word. We don't know what it is, and we're going to talk about it. And the word is? Psychic. The word is psychic. Ooh. Kiki, do you believe in psychics? Yes. Really? Tell us why. Guys, come on. You know me, guys. (laughs) She has a Sagittarius moon, obviously. Okay, tell me why you love, why you hate. Give me all the tea about Why do you think you are psychic? Do you think you're psychic? No, do I think that I'm psychic? Okay, look. I think that there are levels to the psychic guy, okay? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) I think that there's there's psychic ability, right, that we can all maybe tap into. Maybe it's not everybody. Maybe it's a few people. And I think that it comes to us differently, right? I think that some psychic vibes, something might come in your mind as a picture. You know what I mean? It might be like you've seen something before, and then months later you'll see it, and you'll be like, oh, my gosh, I I, I had that. Um, I think that psychic ability can also be like – like when you have that feeling of deja vu, mm-hmm. it's like that actually was that like a like a moment that you that you knew would happen or something that you felt would come to. Yep. That's also like a psychic like feeling. I don't know if it's like how we think it is to where it's like, oh, it's going to be a, a full blown film scene in my mind. No, I think there are many different elements of psychic that actually come to us, but it's not the way that we'd have, we would have imagined it to be. Right. And then I think that there are people in the world, people that consider themselves psychics are people that have really honed in on how to filter through what that psychic material is. Right. Mm-hmm. And so I've talked to psychics before, like people that, you know I mean? Like, and sometimes it's not like psychic, but it can be like somebody that's like, 
you know, they'll be like, um, have you talked to Tyler Henry? Have you talked to Tyler Henry? Who's Tyler Henry? The medium, right? The medium. The, the Hollywood medium. Girl. I never talked to Tyler. I wasn't sure about Tyler. Tyler's real. Tyler's real. I went to Tyler through The View. He does. Now, I also watched him the other day on his show on E! And Dr. Drew put a skull cap on him that measured the electrodes in his brain while he was reading for Steve O. And what happened was, is that his brain went into a meditative state. Bingo. And, and he... If his eyes weren't open, they would think he was sleeping. And that's what he calls chatter. He's like, they're talking, they're talking. He lets his brain go to yep. a different wavelength in mm-hmm. order to connect to what he's doing. And like you said, I believe in psychics as well. Puns fucking intended. And I <laughs> I, got that. I truly believe. Hit a button for that honey, one. Honey. I'll hit them all. all. Them. I'll hit all the buttons on that one. Goddamn, that was a mess. Um, <laughs> But I do believe that because kind of like you were saying, Kiki, what I believe actually is humans have the ability in their brain to tap into energy fields that allow for truth Mm -hmm. to connect when you know how to translate it correctly. I can walk into a room and read the room. People might not think that's psychic, but what that is, is reading energy and energy is in the psychic plane because it's not on a physical material plane. There's also the conversation of deja vu you brought up and I wanted to tell you, and I told this about, I've told Miranda a couple times, but I'm going to tell the world. So I do have moments where I'll just, God, it's so bad. You guys listen, this happened before the show, but I really will just (laughs) stare And I will see a scene that is happening that has happened to me or going to happen in another dimension and I feel it in my body. And I'm like, yo, this is weird. Now, wait a minute, another dimension? No, no, no. she's big on quantum physics. and I'm I'm here for another dimension. So you feel that you know you in another dimension? You've made contact? Yes, I do feel that way because there'll be times, and people are like, oh, I do that all the time. But if you really think about it, there'll be times when I'm walking and I'll trip over nothing but I'll feel in my body that I've been running and I always tell babes I'm like I'm a runner she's like no you're not put your titties in a sling and go upstairs and walk on the treadmill I'm like no they can and then I just say no babes you've been watching too much sense no you watch the matrix too many times she's like I'm Neo (laughs) sit down I'm Neo no y'all I'm into this stuff like I'm this girl like I love these kinds of conversations so wait a minute do you feel like you know information about the you in another dimension like do you feel like she's also an Actress, do you feel like it's a woman? Do you no, feel like I don't feel like it's a woman? I don't feel like it's a woman. I don't feel like she's an actress. What I feel like is that she is the way that we connect is through our weirdly, and people are like Art? obviously no through our trauma. Actually, oh, makes total sense. Um, I when I was younger and I had certain traumatic experiences, I personally remember after doing meditation to a level that other people would be like, what are you doing? And I'd be like, no, I need to light my candles. I'm seven, I know, but I need to light my candles and I need to meditate. And I just allowed um, my spirit guides to help me. And even till this day that happens, and I feel like that too can be considered psychic. Now, if you sit me down in front of somebody's like, look into my crystal ball, I'm gonna be like, give me my money back. But Exactly. You know what I mean? But I do believe there's natural- I'm not here for the gags. At all. So what did Tyler tell you? Tyler actually connected to my grandmother and my grandfather and my uncle and my mom's dad all on my mom's side. And it's funny because I didn't know anything. I had to call my mom and she was like, yes, 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 yes. So cool. 
but there's auras, you know what I mean? Like you have to understand the human body and our energy field and those auras hold the experiences of all of our people. Totally. Come on! Do you know what I mean? No, it's so true. I mean, when you think about it, even in scientific terms, where it's like every female has the eggs in her body that she's always going to have, which means that when your grandmother, Kiki, was pregnant with your mom, you were already living within your mom. So it's like the generational connection is so real. The chain is so real. And I believe females Wait, have you guys have had a trip? Oh, God. No, I believe... (laughs) She's like, I'm trying to know. I believe females have it really strong. Of course, there's men that have it strong, but we have that birth. We have that ability to bring humans out and in. Like, Kiki, what do you think your psychic ability is? You should have seen. I had to get real. I'm (laughs) such a. This is the thing. I'm such an unserious yet serious person. Like when somebody asks me something, I'm like going to the wire to give them the best answer I've got. You know what I mean? Like why am I like that? Okay, so wait. What do I think my psychic ability is? I think. So I don't know if this is also a psychic ability, right? Because I don't know that I can necessarily like look into the future, but I can predict. Like I can. I can, I usually have an idea of where something's going to go, where, where something can go. You have a knowing. I have a knowing. I have a deep knowing. I have a deep knowing where I can make an understanding of something and I'm like, that's really what's going on. Yeah. And I also feel like I can, I don't know if this is the word and I'm just fucking pulling uh, We're right here. Out. We're right here. But like subvert energy, like I feel like I really can like you can um you can manifest trans- stuff. You can manifest stuff. You can transmute energy. You know I can transmute to- energy, and I'm telling you, when you're talking about generations, like I don't know what I've been in my. If we're talking about reincarnation, I don't know all the shit I've been in my life, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I don't know if I've been uh, Spanish, white, this, that, man, woman, whoever, whatever animal. But I do feel that whatever is in my genealogy of mm-hmm. my black lives there's some transmuting powers mm. i mean i love a good west african african voodoo <laughs> yeah. scenario sweetheart <laughs> that is powerful i mean that's real shit though it reminds me i of, feel like um, there could be some transmuting powers child i feel like for sure like i feel like there's or, or or some type of and even if we let's take it out of the voodoo 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 yeah let's bring it down all the way to just science yeah. and yes. like dna like exactly. uh you know dna over time mm-hmm. If we're thinking about my DNA in my history as an American black woman, hell, my people done been through some stuff. And one of the greatest skills you have when you have experienced trauma is you can transmute. You that can part. reframe. You can redirect. You can, you know, it's, it's like a response to survival. Mm-hmm. So even in just the scientific terms, you know what I mean? It makes sense. Yeah, it's evolution. Totally. Evolution happens, you know, back in the day. And, you know, I'm going to probably get canceled, but I don't care. But being a <laughs> black woman in America, we have so many different DNAs inside of us mm-hmm. to get to where we are. We have American Indian. We have white. We have French. We have African. We have all of these things. We don't really know yes. if we are pure in that sense because of our history here, which is why I like to be called an American. Um, yep. But with that, you know, you have American Indian type psychic ability, which to me, that's connecting to the earth and using the actual magnetic field and using the actual energy that the earth has to provide. You have voodoo using, you know, your body to energize and connect to other areas and other dimensions. But that's what I love about it. Like, 
what I feel too is that humans, in order to keep us wrangled appropriately, they try to take away our psychic ability. I think it's actually who we are as yeah. human beings. But I as do we too. Con- as we continue to live in the society, the food, the scare tactics, the disease, diseases that they, you know, I'm not going to say. And making everything seem spooky. Thank you very much. And making it feel like it's wrong. Take that away from us. But every woman has it. My mama knows exactly what's going every on with me. Every human has it. Every, though. Has every it. human has it. Here's the thing. I think and talk about this a lot. Every single human being has the ability to connect to that inner thing that connects everything on this planet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The the situation, in my opinion, is is that is the no situation. The situation is is that is call it what you want to call it. It's not religious, but I call it divinity or your spark or yeah. your connection to the universe. That is so powerful because no one can take it away from you. What has happened in our society is people have created obstacles and separation from mm-hmm. us from our true selves because when yes. there's separation from your true self you what do you start power what do me. you start doing you start seeking outside of yourself and what is That's seeking right. outside of yourself create it creates a need for something and if there's a need then someone has to create a product and then you're That's buying right. and it becomes a consumer mm-hmm. and a, it becomes a demand situation yep. and therefore you lose yourself more and more we all have the ability to heal ourselves yep. to feel at peace to live the lives we want to manifest to create to Mm -hmm. dream to imagine but we have been robbed of the knowing and now we've all kind of silently co-signed in society to this thing where it's like oh i have to go to a psychic i have to go to a tarot card reader to figure out my future well you can also sit with yourself and meditate that part and I'm not um, an overly religious person, right? I'm, I'm spiritual, you know, really more than anything. But I did grow up Catholic. And, you know, I look at, I remember I was in the, um, in a service, you know, when I was around like early 20s or whatever like that. And I was going through like a, like what you're kind of talking about, like kind of trying to figure out how to be good with myself. You right. know what I mean? How to stop like kind of looking outwards. And I don't think I, I could articulate that, that that's what I was experiencing at the time. But it ultimately was. And I remember listening to the priest and he broke down Adam and Eve and, you know, eating from the tree. And he was like, you know, most people think that it's like, you know, the sin was that they, you know, ate from the tree, that they disobeyed God. But the actual sin, the actual sin that's casted over us is the fact that we don't believe that we're in connection that we are constantly in connection with God. And if we, if we, you, even if you take it out of religious terms and you just break it down to the basis of that, of what that spiritually is saying is very similar to what everything. you're saying, which yeah. is, is being in constant connection with the source, mm-hmm. yeah. knowing that you can never really separate from God. So if I can never separate from God, then I always can call. I can always reconnect. I can always, you know, I know I'm going to always be all right, but sometimes we don't end up going inwards. We end up going outwards, outwards to the world. And then it's the one-to-one too. It's like then if you're going out to God, if you're seeking that, but it's also within you, it's like you are God. You're giving away your power when you do that. Our society has made it so that we give other people our power. Amen. Praise him. Praise him. No, praise me. Okay. Praise me and my power in me. And then that's been shamed. Then yeah, you're, shamed. then you're, you know, self-involved or yeah. egotistical. And it, cause it's not in that way where it's like, you know, okay, look at me. I'm so hot and sexy or no. like, look at my thirst trap. It's not that energy. What the energy is, is like, 
I have everything I need. I'm worthy of being here simply because I'm here. I'm a whole universe. Period. I'm water. I'm elements. Exactly. Everything in this one body. And it's so crazy. Okay, but here's the deal, you guys. I could not let this conversation even get close to ending without asking both of you what you think about Miss Cleo. <gasps> I was in her documentary. I just, I mean. So Miss Cleo, my girl, Miss Cleo was just playing around, wasn't she? She no, wasn't real. She was real. But she was also a con artist. Yes, so wait did. a minute. Let's get into it now. How could she have that gift and disobey like this? I mean, damn. I mean, here's the deal. Go watch the doc. It's on HBO Max. I'm in it. But well, I'll here's my question. Though, just straight up. I just want to know what, Kiki, what do you think about her? Before Raven gives you this truth I thought that her she ass had. was fake. <laughs> Me too, right? She's not. I thought she was lying. I thought she was just the con lady. So she started off as a con lady, but her ancestry does give her the title of high priestess she is no longer with us obviously and i did the documentary and in the mail after the documentary was finished they sent me one of her tarot cards i have it framed in my house and it's the world and i shit you not kiki and babes a month after that card got in the house, the world card came up to me in so many different other ways and things just snowballed into success. I shit you not. Because well, I what do you mean by this? What does the world card mean? I'm not even, I don't know how to do that. <laughs> the world card is I get the world. The world is my oyster. I have the ability really? to manifest and do things like that. And when I would look up something, these images would come in that, you know, coincided with the card. Again, I will say this, though. I think it's also a thing of having to actually believe. We believe this, so therefore things will happen in this realm for yeah. us. There uh -huh. are, you know what I mean? There are yeah. people who believe other things. Simple metaphysics. It's simple. Exactly. You know what I mean? Um, I believe in ghosts. Do you? You guys, I don't believe they're ghosts. I believe. Well, they're this is the thing. I mean, I could, but you know, it's one of them things where it's like once if a month, if one of them things come out, I'm like, God is and Jesus has my back and Jesus and Jesus and Jesus. Because it's like if you believe, if you, I can't believe in God the way that I do in Jesus and the way that I do in like everything like this is the way that I do, yeah. and not think that there's like yeah some ghosts you know like it's like you know so i do believe in the ghost but don't come near me because god has my back and stay away motherfuckers I love it's so funny how hymns come out. that's such a catholic upbringing type of thing though because my mom who was raised very italian catholic household to this day is like if you mention the devil a spirit the ghost my mom is like i cannot and she's not like hyper religious or anything but she gets so terrified and she just can't handle it that's hilarious because you just want them to know what side you're standing on just in case exactly. your ass comes exactly. out exactly exactly you know so because <laughs> that's how you that's how you get rid of a ghost Yo, you know babe hilarious. that's how you that's how you that is ghost repellent that is ghost jesus repellent. <laughs> like legitimately <laughs> Legitimately. Oh, I love this conversation. Psychic conversations are amazing because you can take it outside of the gimmick and really attach it yeah. to Yeah. Have you guys ever read the book, um, The Celestine Prophecy? No, please. But I know a lot. I've heard like a lot about it, little bits. And please get me back into it. Refurbish my mind. So what I love about The Celestine Prophecy, you only read it when you need it. And it is a list of things. They found a tablet and scrolls and papers of... Um, things that humans 
have the ability to do. See auras, see energy, allow, like, we have this plant in front of us right now and it has done amazing things for us because plants have their own energy and, it, and we feed off of it. Mm-hmm. You should go read that, Kiki. I think it's... I'm you know, literally it's Googling a, it right now. It's a classic. It's they the only a, book Raven's ever read so she really likes to talk about it. That and the Da Vinci Come on the floor. <laughs> she said Mine's like that is the Eckhart Tolles. Yeah, um, Eckhart Tolles. And a New Man. Earth. But here's the deal too. The world, which kind of bums me out, like when you find a real one, you know you found a real one because you mean today's, in, a, in a side bitch or no psychic I, I mean <laughs> so bad i'm just saying across the board and and the people who are listening who know what i'm who know what i'm saying won't need more of an explanation oh yeah when you when find, you a, find real one, a real one you know because the industry some warlocks in our life in the industry more grand wizard. of health and of health and wellness and this whole world of psychic mediums and whatever. Yeah. There are a lot of con artists. There are people who mm-hmm. have manipulated. There are people who are like, listen, I can tell you everything you want to know. And Give then all of a sudden you're like paying or you're <laughs> falling into it's that manipulation tactic, even that we talked about in the beginning with child stars and parents. Mm-hmm. There's this seed that gets planted in your head that will start making you doubt anything that doesn't come from that person. Like if you guys had a psychic come to you and say, I can tell you your future. I can tell I know you that's a di- fucking lie because that's I, not even how they really work. But what if they were like, <laughs> I can tell you the day you're going to die. There are some people no. who would be like, okay, tell me. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're like, manipulated minds. Yeah, and then you're and like, let me tell you this. Let me tell you this. I ain't never talked to any one of these people, psychics, the numerologists, um, the tarot reader, whatever. If they say some shit that ain't right with my heart, I say, wrong. Exactly. They're out of here. Like, I immediately, in my mind, I repel. Anything that doesn't sit right with me, I repel. So you do have to know in any situation in life, I mean, anytime you get advice or you're getting, you know, hearing a word or somebody is giving you, I don't care if you're in church, if that doesn't sit right with your soul, Mm -hmm. you've got to have a deeper connection, you know, to be able to say, "Uh uh-uh. You know what I mean? Okay, you just believe that's why I always say, take what resonates and leave the rest. But Amen. So, that's but what my some, mom always raised me. But some people don't have that knowing, you guys. Some exactly. people don't. Like, yeah. that's your secret power. That's our power that we're working that's on. That's the people that will get, the people that I'm talking about are the, the people that will get preyed on. But exactly. to some extent, we do have that veil because even for me, certain things in my life as of late have kind of lifted and I'm looking at the health and wellness industry totally mm. differently. I'm listening to people saying like, this sounds so bizarre and weird, but like, a nutritionist was like, if you don't poop after every single meal, you're constipated. Then a doctor yeah. comes on who's like a colorectal surgeon and is like, that's absolutely not true. Like, you don't have to poop after every meal. But that, that actually sounds dangerous. It does. Well, I mean, why would you poop like- after everything? That shit's running through you. And then um, I'm no, like, Miss no. Lady. I'm like, no, Miss Lady. Talking. That's not right. She's talking to the millennials who all have the IBS because yeah. we had to live in such high alert. And it's just like, but what it, reality do But these people in? online don't have you not doing a damn thing. I posted a meme the other day that was like, this man kept trying to eat stuff. And every time he tried to eat, it was like, whatever you do, bread is the last thing you should eat. Then he was picking up the meat. Meat, it'll kill you. Then he was yeah. picking up water. Did you know that too much water? It's like, yeah. these people will have you. You know, you got to, whatever happened to moderation? You know <laughs> what I'm part. saying? Balance. Balance. Yeah. Balance. But that And is- just to take it back, I wanted to say something to what you said, Miranda, too, about the whole psychics things. If anybody is thinking about going to a psychic or They've talked to a psychic or whatever. I've never had to pay for like a psychic thing. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that 
people should give their gifts for free, right? Because obviously I'm a performer. That's a gift of mine. I definitely want to get paid for it. So if you're a psychic trying to get paid, I ain't, I ain't mad at you. But what, I just, what I'm just trying to say is that really good psychics, when they have something for you yeah. or when they when they feel something truly that they, they, they're not the kind of people that are usually going to be coming from a place of greed. And that's the number one thing that I know when, when, when it's a psychic type of vibe with somebody that's going to give me a word. Yep they'll be giving you the word out of the kindness of their heart because they know that that's their calling. Mm-hmm. They won't be sitting here being like, I could tell you something real important that'll change your life if you just give me a hundred dollars. That's not, that don't sound like a good person. No, that's Pookie up the street. That, don't listen to Pookie. <laughs> <laughs> but can I, <laughs> I also have to say, you can find your word, you can find your psychic moment, moments, you can find that person of influence in a normal conversation with someone up the street. You can mm-hmm. stop in a day, have a conversation with someone that you've never seen before and actually get a psychic moment from that person and you don't even know that that's what you're getting because you're actually connecting to Amen. a human. But that's, that's right. But we look for titles. That's yeah. why a lot of times like you can, we go to a doctor for medical advice. Yeah. You could yeah. get the best medical advice of your life from someone who isn't a doctor. Like you never yeah. know. And that's probably why one in five Americans have seen a psychic, a medium, a fortune teller. It's it's a lot of people. Who that's twenty. That? It's twenty two percent of the population. That was a random fact that she pulled out her ass. Like you that. like that? You like, like that? That was like boom. Facts. By the way, that is, this is some is, psychic knowledge. That's because I'm psychic. <laughs> but you know what else? Oh, I see something in our future. <gasps> I see. You see a game. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. And we're back on Dealing Together, where we help good people who fell for bad deals. First caller? I had to buy three identical sweaters to get the fourth free. Ooh, you got fleeced. Next caller, what's your deal? I paid for 20 tanning sessions, but had to use them in a month. Now I'm orange. Ooh, you got burned. Next caller. I traded in my old Samsung at AT AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24+. Hmm, how's that bad? I got to choose from their best plans. So what went wrong? Oh, nothing went wrong. And you're calling to... To request a song? You want a song? Of course. The choice is yours. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. Oh, it's such a clutch pickup, Dave. I know, right? I was worried we'd bring back the same team. Oh, no, I meant those blackout motorized shades. MVP of the room. Blinds.com made it crazy affordable to replace our old blinds. Hard to install? No, it's easy. Even you could do it. Nice. I installed these and then got some for my mom, too. What, you fly across the country to do the install? Nope. Blinds.com can do it all. All she had to do was pick what she wanted. She talked to a design consultant for free and scheduled a professional measure and install. Look at you, Hall of Fame son. Oh, I just picked the winning team. They're the number one online retailer of custom window coverings in the world. Oh, Blinds.com is the GOAT. The GOAT. He shoots. He scores. Go to Blinds.com for 40% off site-wide and a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go right now for 40% off site-wide at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Yes. We have a game coming on. Wait, get this out. There it is. Kiki, are you ready to play the best podcast ever game? I'm letting you know right now, the way that this is going, you're living up to your name. You're living up up to your name. Kiki, you can come back. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Kiki. Miranda believes she has psychic abilities, and not just because she's married to me, okay, who has played a clairvoyant on numerous Disney sitcoms, 200 to be exact. And with Thank you. And with this game, we will put her to the test. I'm going to say a word. Then both of you think the absolute first thing that comes to your mind. I'll count to three and you both say your word. If Miranda and you can match just two of the six words, you will win this mouse garden succulent star plant mouse. Great for the home or office. And you can grow your own stellar plant in this mouse garden. And fun fact about this, Kiki, because you didn't get this little disclaimer before, Raven, my beautiful wife, likes to hoard things. So this is actually something that she bought for us to have that I said, hell no, and we're re-gifting to you. So win it, help us declutter our home, and let's go. It's actually really cute. Remember Chia Pets? Yeah, it's not that. Yes, that is actually so cute. And you're so quirky, Raven. It really brings me so much joy because why would you buy that? (laughs) I was was working on my green thumb because it's hella black and I needed to figure it out. It's actually high yellow. It's actually real high yellow. Okay. Oh, high yellow. Yes, Miranda. I'm right here with you. Okay, you guys. You guys ready for your first word? Connect to your psychic abilities. Remember, say the first word that comes out of your mouth after I count to three. First word is train. One, two, three. Choo-choo. Oriental Express. <laughs> okay. Okay. Here we go, you guys. That was the warm-up. First word. You ready? Strawberry. One, two, three. Seeds. Everybody's broken bag that I got painted for my <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Yo, Kiki, you want to hear a story, cuz? Yes, I'm ready. <laughs> I had an ex. But am I right? You right. I had an ex. 
and she wanted a ring, but I didn't get her a ring. I bought her a Birkin instead, and I got it painted. And there's a strawberry on it. So that's that. What'd you say? <laughs> so you, how did you find out about this, Miranda? Oh, because Raven is a re-gifter, Kiki. So she was like, babes, look at this bag. And I was like, oh, you but why does it have her. a strawberry on it? And she's like, because you like them. I'm like, I'm allergic to them, bitch. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, I didn't try to give it to you. She's I said like, you. it's a Birkin. Who owns it now? Kiki, my sister. You're who, welcome, sis. Who got double Well, shit, that, that's what y'all should have had me win today. <laughs> you never the hell know. What's really going on? <laughs> Never it know. was a three times regifted, and Mimi, sorry we didn't buy that for you. It's Fresh. a Birkin, girl. You welcome shit. Period. <laughs> and it's better if it's old. That so, part. yeah. What did you say that wasn't that? No, my ass said choo choo. <laughs> no, oh, no. What did I say? I said seeds. I said seeds. Okay, that's a good that one. That is a good one. Okay, so that's much more normal. So, Birkin and seeds, you guys, I need you to psychically connect because you don't have that many more questions left, and I need you to win this. Okay, Kiki? Okay. Next. So wait, just to cl- be clear, I've won the first round. You you haven't won shit, to be clear. We <laughs> <laughs> actually clear. have to work together to win anything. Yes, babes. Oh, you guys have, have to, to work psychically together. work together. Okay. <laughs> okay, ready? Shit, Kiki. Second word. Yeah, second word. Planet. One, two, three. Saturn. Hey. Mm. Fuck. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Mm. All right. Next. We're almost there. We're really close. Yeah, 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 for sure. Next one. Come on, you guys. Think. Why don't you connect your auras? Yeah, look it? into my eyes. <laughs> okay, I'm looking into your eyes. You're looking in the raven's eyes. No. Look into my eyes. I'm looking into your eyes. Because you know what? I thought we had to guess the word she was thinking. So I'm here now. <laughs> I wouldn't have said, <laughs> have said Birkin fucking bag if I knew I was playing with you. I was trying to connect to her. I literally. Ready? Connect. Now it's all adding up. Yes. <laughs> Here's the next word. Carpet. One, two, three. Muncher. I was wow. just a fucking about to say muncher. And I was like, am I wrong? I was literally going to say, I swear on everything, y'all. I literally was about to be like muncher. We'll give it to you. We'll give it to you. Yeah. Dude, I was legitimately be like, I know. Muncher. we're connected now. We're connected now. <laughs> we're in the zone, yeah. bitch. You just have to speak it now so we can prove it to people. <laughs> Next word. <clears throat> Umbrella. One, two, three. Rain. Rihanna. <laughs> Under my. <laughs> Babes, I was thinking of Rihanna. That was yeah, me. Okay. Shit. Damn. You just, always, y'all are too connected. Get Raven out of the room. I know. She's too strong. <laughs> she's messing our stuff up. Okay. We need one more right to get you this mouse garden. It's I never really wanted cute. anything more in my life. <laughs> It is the best gift ever. Okay, ready? <clears throat> Last one. It's Kern. One, two, three. Black boy. <laughs> I just couldn't. <laughs> yes. I mean, I was going to say cookout. Back, Miranda could come to the cookout on the cob. <laughs> Shit. And a black person said that to you, so therefore, she said black person. <laughs> she said I was going to say cookout. <laughs> I was going to say cookout. Okay, but we get one more. We get one more. We get one more? Yes, please. Yeah, we oh, bonus. come on. Okay, come on. We'll do it. <laughs> our, come on. our producer is texting laughter because this is hilarious. Okay, last one, you guys. We're on the same page. Come on, Kiki. Kiki, what's your sign? 
I'm a Virgo. Virgo and a Leo in the building. Oh, very close. Yep, club, club, we got club. this. We got this. We are locked in. We are eyeing each other. Kiki is eyeing me, batting those lashes. Let's there go. There it is. <clears throat> Christmas. One, two, three. Santa. New Year's. Wow. <laughs> you said New Year's. No, no, this hurt me real bad. One more time. Just one last one. This hurts me, guys. Me and her have to get it. We do, we do, we do. This is the last one. I swear on everything. Okay. Okay, ready? I, also, I, got, I got one. My truest thing with Christmas was going to be cookies, but I was like trying to keep it real simple so we could get something right. Me too. We're gonna, I'm going to keep it simple as hell this time. I swear on everything, Miranda. I'm done letting you down. <laughs> Kiki, you've been letting me down this whole damn game. I've been letting you down my whole Because you did say muncher. Okay. Yeah, right. It started with muncher. Okay. Okay. Vulva. One, two, three. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. There's a delay. <laughs> we said it at the same time. Cunnilingus. Oh, yes! <laughs> I cannot. Kiki, Finally, we won this. Thank you. You know what my issue is? Is I don't speak in single, and my wife knows this. I don't speak in single words. I she speak doesn't. in phrases. You speak in sentences. Yeah. yeah she speaks in so sentences. when I hear vulva, I'm, not mad at that. I'm like, ripped open by a child. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So it just... It goes places. Kiki, congratulations. You are the new owner of the mouse garden, the succulent star mount plant mouse that you can share with your family and, and think of us. And please, Thank Kiki, you. get this gift. We're going to send it to you. And then you better send us a picture of it full, full, full blossom, full growth. <laughs> I will. It's been a pleasure, sweetheart. You are amazing. We love you. So are you. I love you. We You're love amazing. you so much, Kiki. We can't wait to hang out with you and do all the things. That psychic girl is amazing. She's wonderful. Yeah, she was really good. I really enjoyed our conversation with her. Me too. That was really fun. Babes, I love you. <sighs> I'm sick. You guys, if you enjoyed this podcast, please check out our other episodes. We have so much fun with all of our guests. Also, you can check this podcast out anywhere you get your podcasts. That's right. It's the best podcast ever with Raven and Miranda. I'm Raven. I'm Miranda. I'm Miranda. <laughs> I'm Raven and Miranda. That's us. <laughs> All right, y'all. Talk to you later. Bye. The Best Podcast Ever is an iHeart podcast produced and hosted by Raven Simone and Miranda. Executive producers Jensen Karp and Amy Sugarman. Produced and edited by Jordan Katz. Who also does our music. Executive in charge of production, Danielle Romo. Producer, Hannah Winkleman. Theme song by Kenny Siegel and Jordan Katz. Follow us on Instagram at the best pod ever and send your emails to the best pod ever at gmail.com. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. 
Today's episode is brought to you by the American Society of Magical Negroes, a fresh satirical comedy about a secret society of magical black people starring Justice Smith, David Allen Greer, Anne Lee Bogan, and Nicole Byer. As an official selection of Sundance 2024, the American Society of Magical Negroes has been heralded by critics as an uproariously sharp-edged satire and a must-see. Only in theaters this Friday. Visit the American Society of Magical Negroes Film.com to get tickets now. You deserve to treat yourself, so turn your tax refund into a U-Fund and give yourself a Straight Talk Wireless Extended Silver Unlimited plan and get a new Samsung Galaxy A14 on them. You can get a great everyday value on wireless with Straight Talk's Unlimited plan starting at $25 a line per month for four lines. You'll save so much, you'll be enjoying that refund all year long. It's the refund that keeps on refunding. Find Straight Talk at straighttalk.com or at your local Walmart store. Taxes and fees not included. Offer valid through 41424 while supplies last. Online only. Must purchase a Straight Talk extended Silver Unlimited plan to qualify. Limit of five phones per customer. Family plan discount with four lines all on the Silver Unlimited plan. Not combinable with auto pay discount. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's. Because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.